911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And I'm your co-host, Clint Walton. In our last episode, I shared how I thought that I pulled a rattlesnake out of a bundle of weeds. And we shared an additional story that I always turn to anytime that I need a good laugh or really just a good pick-me-up. So if you haven't already, go ahead and check out our last episode. But in today's episode, I wanted to share a quote with you. And it's one that is so thought-provoking to me because in essence, it should be something that I believe we should all try to achieve. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, um, admittedly, I don't know who first said this quote, but the quote is, work until you no longer have to introduce yourself. So Clint, what does that quote mean to you? I think we're, for that, it's really, and, and I'm trying to recap the quote and, and feel it. And it means to where you're so well known surrounding whatever it may be to where you can walk into somewhere and someone recognizes you. Someone knows what you're doing, who you are and able to be that expert in that field. That's the gist of how I'm seeing it, mm-hmm. but I, I think like sitting on it more, it's it'll come to me in a different way. For me, especially considering the dynamics of like, let's say your police department. So I know that even with you yourself and with your superiors, there are many times when as you rise in rank, you have credibility and notoriety that also builds up with that rising in the ranks and you work hard, you grind through it, you study, you test, you interview, you promote, like you do all of the things. But what comes with all of that is everybody that is in your sphere of influence or that you are of theirs, they begin to know you in a different light. And I I love how you pinged in on the element of expertise, because for me, I mean, we've talked about this so many times on this show, but I hate the word popular or celebrity. And I think as a society, like it's so fucked up how we idolize people who literally memorize lines and show up in front of a camera and produce movies and not to discredit them. But I think there are so many other professions besides, you know, international sports and all of these things where we're paying these people billions and billions of dollars a year to be able to do something that, I mean, in all honesty, it it could be hard work, but it certainly isn't as hard of work as it is for our men and women overseas, let's say, who are getting so fucked when it comes to the financial reciprocation of the work and the duty and the sacrifice that they put in every single day. And so for me, I don't look at it as work until you no longer have to introduce yourself to the world. I look at it as something internal and to be able to conceptualize what it is that you're able to do every single day that you're stamping your thumbprint on and that you're really putting a unique signature on in a way that nobody else has. And um, I think of 
ingenuity and creation and being the only person in your space that does that particular thing. And so for me, I know, um, and, and I have no problem sharing my level of ego here, but showing up inside of my Facebook group and creating and cultivating something that nobody else has before. For me, that's a community where everybody can come together and they know that it's a safe space to be able to unload all their shit, to show up and go live, to share their truths and to just be real. There, There's so many filters going on, especially in the world of social media, but also in the world. I mean, as you listen to this, how many times have you been in an environment where somebody shows up and you just know they're not showing up as their most authentic self? And maybe you have to pry. And maybe when you pry, they don't ever give you the true pieces of them. What does that do? What does that do for you? And what does that do for them? I think it really... In saying that, it creates a story in their own head of this is who I am or who I should be instead of really going down the line of being who they want to be. And it's a facade in, in a lot of ways. And, and not everybody's this way, but a lot of people put on that facade every day. They go into social media or they go into anywhere and they feel they have to live up to this facade, even at even though it's not their own truth. Absolutely. And I like that you brought that up because there's always the polar opposite to every paradigm in life. So in this aspect, if you show up and you no longer need to introduce yourself, of course, you and I, both of our mindsets went to the positive element of that. But then there's also the negative element of that, right? Mm -hmm. How many people don't need to introduce themselves because of all of the baggage that they've carried and all the shit that they've done? Yeah, and, and thinking about it, it's you can have that that positivity chain that that follows you, but when you start doing that negativity chain, you're focused on such a negative light on, upon yourself. You start believing that own that that story yourself, and then it's a snowball effect from there. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's important to be able to reflect on not what we want and desire to be viewed upon us externally, but to really dive into our own personal elements of how do we want to be perceived, whether there's one person perceiving you to be a certain way or billions of people perceiving you to be a certain way. I think we focus too much on the external that sometimes it makes it difficult for us to really be able to heed into the own path that we should be creating for ourselves because there's so much influence. And don't get me wrong, I genuinely believe that we need to surround ourselves with a circle that is going to allow us to grow and to expand and to have a level of influence on us. And I know I've said this before, but we should never be the smartest person in the room. And I genuinely believe that. And I try every day to build connections with people that spark my intellect and that allow me to perceive things in a different light. We have somebody we're going to be bringing on to the show named Chris Thorpe, and his mind works in a way that I've never communicated with in anybody else. And so to have people like that, that we're able to surround in our circle and to be able to share our own experiences and to be able to really kind of feed off of what it is that they've been able to do in their own life to gain a better understanding of the way that they think, it gets us out of our own inner circle and it allows us to 
kind of stop being within our own bubble and to be able to expand more. Yeah, it's really that self-limiting belief, as you said. It's if we don't expand ourselves on a daily basis, it ties us down more and more and you get into those bad habits, those routines that you don't necessarily want to be in. And I hear this all the time. People say, I want or I, uh, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And it goes down the same line of, well, you can. You just have to put the effort into it. Or, or you just don't want to make that change. And that goes into a much deeper neuroscience level because we can talk about neuroplasticity and how that used to be the mindset because we only know what we know and that used to be the knowledge. We used to believe that our brains could only deteriorate and degenerate as time went on. But in the past 10 years or so, we've been able to identify that it's just not true. And in saying that, and so it's important to point out that people do those um, like word puzzle games. I know there's a lot of different apps that are supposed to you know, promote cognitive enhancements, but they just don't serve the same purpose. And I'm going to explain this as, as you sit there. If you go onto one of those apps, let's just say it's one of those brain puzzle games. I've never, I mean, admittedly, I've never played one myself, but I, I understand the concepts of how this works. And you log into the app and you're doing these puzzles and you think you're training your brain and you're doing it over and over again. Well, what happens is you've created this this neural pathway. You've created this path for your way of thinking that allows you to understand the concept of how these puzzles function. And sure, the puzzles are going to be different, everyone that you do. That's the whole point of the challenge. But you can do those one time, you do them 20 times, you do them a thousand times, and it's not going to alter that neural pathway very much. However, if you're going to go and experience something new and you're going to challenge yourself to do many of those new types of things instead of just the, the one same thing over and over, you're going to start to create more neuroplasticity and more of those neural pathways that are going to enable you to essentially build on your creativity, your your way of thinking, how you're feeling, your mood. Like There are so many effects from building on neuroplasticity. And I think it's unfortunate that we don't educate people on that concept more than we do because it's super, super powerful to be able to spark new interests and to challenge ourselves to be able to grow and expand. I'm very fortunate to be partnered up with Anne Bernard and that is her main mission. We are creating a movement where we are challenging people to be able to do something new as often as they can. And we recommend at least once a week where you're doing something that you've never done before. And think about that feeling. And maybe as you're driving or maybe you're at home right now, when's the last time that you've done something new? And think back on the last time that you did try something new. Sometimes it evokes a healthy fear within us. Sometimes it allows us to change our way of thinking or our habits. And when we're able to do that, it has such such a dramatic impact on who we start to become. And then we realize we can literally mold ourselves into something so much more than what we've allowed ourselves. And I mean, I'm not saying I'm sitting on some fucking pedestal. I've certainly been there before, but it's important for me, especially today more than ever, to be able to expand on my way of thinking, my knowledge, and the things that I'm able to do on a daily basis. And I just want that for everybody. So as you sit here, if there's something that 
you've tried in recent time that's been new to you. Or if there's something, especially right now, I know we're on lockdown, but there are so many ways that we can try something new, even in our own homes. What are those things? Or what do you anticipate being able to try for the first time? And if you're clueless and you have no idea and actually developed an app, it's the 365's um, challenge app, and you can go on, download the app, it's free, and she'll give you like endless amounts of things that you could do. And it, doing something new doesn't always have to mean like it costs money to be able to do that. So if you do check that out, please send us a message at Ashley Walton or at Clint Walton on Facebook. I would love to know what it is that you're up to and what new things you're experiencing. But until then, we will talk to you next time.